Hello and welcome to the Live Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liv, a naturopathic doctor, 7D energy healer, and Akashic reader. I help women heal on a physical and emotional level so that they can feel delicious and magnetic. After all, isn't that the whole point? Look, you've done the basic bitch wellness stuff, but you're still bloated, tired, and in pain. And that's where I come in. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without all the fluffy bullshit. You're going to walk away with insight, tools, and tips to finally heal your body, mind, and soul. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. Hello, hello. All right, so we are going to be talking about navigating the holidays, be it Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, sugar, restrictions, emotions, all of that. Any questions? Oh, hey, Cheetah Girl. Um, Any questions, drop them here. And I'm going to go through some of the questions that you guys had asked before. And yeah, we will go through them. Oh, why is it not showing any questions? There we go, finally. All right. So the first one was how to turn down all of those baked goods at work during the holidays from coworkers. Great question. This actually kind of, I'll do a little bit of a background first and then we'll dive into that. So you shouldn't feel the need to be tempted or have cravings or be leaned in from sugar if A, your blood sugar is balanced, B, you've done the emotional work, and C, there's enough self-love going on, right? Because Oftentimes when we feel out of control around food, when we feel like we're binging and we can't stop or we want to inhale all the sugar, A, are you eating enough? So a lot of the times people are not eating enough and they're restricting and then they go to holiday functions or gatherings and they haven't eaten because they're like, oh, let me eat a salad with plain chicken and no dressing so I can save my calories for the, the holiday. Then you end up going crazy with sugar because your blood sugar's off because you weren't eating enough. So the number one thing when it comes to navigating the holidays is that you cannot restrict. You cannot be like, oh, let me save up my calories, let me restrict to the holiday party or restrict for this or that, and instead like, oh, I'm not gonna eat, I'll eat cookies for lunch instead. So I save my calories to eat like the the Christmas cookies or the Halloween cookies or the candy bars, whatever you wanna call it, is is because then your blood sugar is gonna be low, it's gonna make you eat more of those things, and you're not gonna be able to actually mindfully, consciously enjoy them with pleasure and it's going to be more of like an inhaling experience and you're like I don't know what happened like I suddenly ate the whole box and like now here we are right so you a need to make sure your blood sugar is balanced and that you're eating enough during the day of good protein healthy fats and good things so when you're going to these functions and when you're going to gatherings making sure that you're not starving and hangry and that you're eating well during the day before going so that your choices are not made from hormones right because Hormones want to keep us alive and keep us going. If you restrict all day, as soon as it sees sugar, it's like, life is not giving me enough. Give me all the sugar right now and let me eat like more than I need because it didn't get enough during the day. So hopefully that makes sense with that in terms of like turning down. And again, where can you bring conscious mindfulness into this? So are you turning it down out of shame and guilt or are you turning down because you know that it doesn't make you feel good and you don't want to be breaking out or have a stomach ache the next day, right? So is an aspect of turning that down also people pleasing? So I want you to really get clear of like, am I afraid to turn this down because 
oh, Sally baked these cookies for me and I can't say no, so I have to eat them even though I know I'm gonna feel like shit. In which case, that's a people-pleasing issue. That's not really like a food sugar craving issue and that needs to be looked at separately. So hopefully that makes sense. Any sugar questions, guys, keep them coming. All right. Uh, I already am a doctor. <laughs> Spent four years doing that, so but thanks for asking. How to eat when at amusement parks for Halloween, social pressures. So I've never been to amusement park for Halloween, but I'm gonna treat this like it's probably any other amusement park. And again, do not go to the amusement park like starving, saving up all your calories, because then you're gonna go insane and you're not gonna be able to enjoy things. So that looks like having a balanced meal before going and then mindfully, oh, I wanna try a bite of, I don't know, these french fries, or I don't, I don't even know what they have at amusement parks. Funnel cake, I feel like funnel cake's an amusement park thing. Where can you like share it with other people versus like having a whole funnel cake to yourself and I don't know, bacon wrapped, whatever. I don't even know what they have at the amusement parks. But you guys know what I mean, right? Where can you set yourself up so that you're going into it not having unbalanced blood sugar? And then also, are you eating out of pleasure or are you eating to fill a certain emotion or void? So oftentimes for the holidays, it can bring up a lot of emotions in people that they don't want to deal with. It can bring up stress, sadness, loneliness, anger, frustration, whatever it is. And then those emotions are running the show and it's not your hunger, right? So it's important whenever you're making decisions about navigating holiday things and what to eat and what not, is that is this decision coming out of a balanced place? Or like, am I stressed with, I don't know, shopping or doing whatever like that are holiday related or am I stressed about, I don't know, the in-laws coming over. And so the stress is making me then want to eat a whole thing of cookies. So always checking in intuitively with how you are feeling. You're like, all right, how am I feeling right now? Where is this desire for me to, I don't know, eat this cookie coming from? Or where is this desire at the amusement park coming from? And in terms of social pressures, think about it like, <laughs> it's funny when people, the same thing you would treat it like when people pressure you to do like drugs or people pressure you like in high school or like when you were younger, the same kind of like standing up to peer pressure that way is the same way you have to do it from everything else. And also what is your, do you believe like you're missing out? Do you believe that if I don't eat this and I'm gonna miss out on the experience, how can you make the experience also not centered around food? So the amusement part, focus on the games you can play, I don't know, winning prizes, and then not making the whole thing about only the food, right? That's another good tip. Okay. Any, do you have any tips for no impulses control? 100%. If you struggle with cravings, impulses, let's say you've balanced your blood sugar, let's say you're working on releasing emotions, right? Because it's a process. Are you in your feminine? So a history of like whether it is um, binge eating disorder, any kind of disorders, or having no impulse control around like food means you're using food to fill that void and you're not in your feminine. When you're in your feminine and you're able to feel pleasure on a day-to-day -day basis, then you don't feel the need to use sugar or any of those other like processed foods to fill that void, right? So asking yourself, am I fully in my feminine? Do I feel pleasure in other areas of my life so that food is not the only pleasure? So that the sugar from the dopamine from the cupcake or the holiday cookie isn't the only source of which, of with which I can feel good. What are other things in your life that you can use to make you feel good to fill up your pleasure cup, if you will, so that 
it's not only the sweets that can do that for you. So a big sign um, if you're having really intense cravings or um, binge episodes that you are not in your feminine and you need to heal your feminine energy. So the tip there is what other things can you use to give you pleasure that are not food? Okay, let's say, oh my God, I'm at the holiday party. There's all these sweets coming. I, I really have all this impulse. Or even if it's just like tomorrow night or tonight with a sugar cabinet or you bought the Halloween candy to give out to trick-or-treaters, whatever, and you want to eat it all, right? All right. What is it else can I do right now that's going to give me pleasure? What is something else that can you do that? What am I actually craving? Can like... Uh, do I craving warm? Is it warmth that I'm craving, right? Is it something like a hug that I'm craving? Is it about what do I actually want and what am I actually craving? Because it's not the sugar, right? You're craving that pleasure. What else can I do right now that is going to give me pleasure that is not food? So breaking that cycle and when you feel that impulse come, it's like almost like it as a warning. Oh, all right, I need to feel my pleasure back. That's basically what my body is signaling. Get curious about it. Versus like freaking out like, oh my God, I got to stop it. I got to, I got to resist because they're resisting harder. Trying when your body's trying to signal to you that it needs pleasure, right? It's going food. Unfortunately for a lot of us is like the easiest thing, right? Cause we were conditioned, you know, when we were younger, oh, when you got a shot at the doctor's office, here you go as a lollipop, right? So that was already conditioned in your mind. That is a quick form of me feeling good. So you need to cultivate those other forms and then get curious about, Oh, okay, this is signaling to me that I need more pleasure in my life. Hmm, okay, where are those other areas that I can learn to give it to myself? So it's really important to understand that relationship because once you do, that impulse then doesn't become as strong and it's gonna start to wean, wean, wean away. And then it doesn't become a thing that you have to resist because the impulse just goes away. If you try to resist by not then giving yourself pleasure in another way, it's only gonna get worse and then you're gonna binge and you're gonna go off the deep end. You still have to give it to yourself, but in another way, okay? So hopefully that is helpful when it comes to that. Keep coming with the questions, anything with sugar, um, binge, all that. Biggest one basically, how, how not to binge. There we go, I think I answered that question, so hopefully that was straightforward. How to lighten up cocktails, great, great question. Um, I, I like the idea of conscious cocktails, so I'm not a big drinker, but like if you are, are you, I want you to ask yourself at each drink, like make it a conscious thing. Is it something I want or can you make this, do you just want something fun and like vibey to feel included, right? So like if I were to go out and the people where I'm with are drinking and I didn't want to drink, I wouldn't just sit there and drink water because that's not fun. Like, and then obviously you're going to feel more like pressure to drink, right? So like where can you have like a fun mocktail with, you know, lime and ginger and like the ginger is great for digestion. Woo. Um, and the person who asked this question, I know you're in well-nourished. There's a whole module for you in there where I give you all my recipes to so go watch that. But basically think about making them less sugar and adding in good things like mint, mint in your drinks and muddling a bunch of mint, really great for digestion, really great for um, like satisfying you, like that freshness. So you're not just drinking water, like ginger in your drinks, ginger spice and cinnamon. Now that we're getting to the cooler months, that's going to be good. And then anything you do to bring down the sugar content. So tequila is one of the best ones if you're going to be drinking. And then with wine, looking for low sugar and sulfate free organic wine. Oftentimes the trouble people run into with alcohol can be like just the sulfates from the wine. So switching to a sulfate free organic wine can be extremely helpful. And then going, you know, in between every drink, making sure that there's at least one non-alcoholic drink between every drink. 
And then adding in good ingredients like ginger and mint and all of that is gonna really, really help. And then keeping the sugar down. So don't do things like vodka cran, which is like a ton of sugar, right? Can you do tequila with club soda and like lime, um, you know, something like that. And knowing that you don't need to drink to have fun. All right, guys, keep coming with the questions. How to navigate eating dinner as significant other's family dinner when everything they make is covered in gluten and dairy. Okay, and how to stay up late with them when everyone's drinking and you're not. Okay, so A, you don't have to stay up late. So unless you want to, if you want to, do. But you don't have to stay up late. Um, if you don't, I always like, set your boundary. Like when you're out, you're out. Like that's okay, you're allowed to have boundaries. In terms of eating a dinner um, that's covered in gluten and dairy, bring something. So bring something that you can eat that you know you know makes you feel good and also can also show them that like you don't have to have gluten and dairy in order for things to taste good, right? So I, if I was in that situation, I always bring something that's really nourishing and delicious and good that's gonna fill me up. That's an option and then I'm also willing to share. So I'm not coming with my little like, oh guys, this is my little dinner. I bring a dish and then I focus on normally they have um, at least a salad or maybe like they have a protein like turkey for Thanksgiving turkey is like really good for you you can do turkey sweet potato salad maybe a dish you brought right um, etc so always bringing something and then having them learn also hey like I'm gluten-free you know is there something that I can bring um, like let's say they're making pasta you know hey, like I'm gluten free, is there something I can bring that would make this like cooking experience easier for you? Or is there something I can bring to like supplement it like that? Like, okay, like I'll bring my own gluten free pasta and like I'll boil that or whatever, like no big deal, right? Or you bring your own dish, etc. It's more about standing in your personal power and having enough personal power to have the boundaries to do what's right for you than not, no, like you know what I mean? Like, yes, you know this, okay, do you have the personal power being able to show up for yourself? that you don't want to harm your health and then it goes into people pleasing again right so as long as you're very polite about it like you're offering something you're bringing another dish and you're like hey like i'm aware like i have this intolerance how can i make this easier for you what can i bring so that i can make this an experience for yourself especially if it's your significant other chances are you and that family are going to be together maybe for a while right so this is something you want to like address right off the bat Keep coming with the questions, guys. Anything about navigating the holidays or Halloween, sugar, etc. I wanted to remind you guys that Soul Ascension is now open until the end of October. I am so excited for this program. It's truly my sole mission to serve this to you. I've channeled this whole program. I'm going to be guiding you through using your gifts to not only be able to read the Akashic Records for yourself, but to elevate you through all things spiritual. This is going to raise you to that higher frequency and guide you to not only read your own records, but receive guidance from everything in life, from past lives, relationships, career, purpose. And if you want to read for other people, there is a special option for that as well. We're also going to activate your psychic gifts, discover your full potential, and learn how to supercharge your manifestation skills so that it becomes easy peasy, lemon squeezy. It's going to activate your heart, you know, really allow you to transcend to those higher levels of consciousness and basically open the portal to receiving from your soul and the seventh dimension 
and you're going to learn how to access the quantum field of limitless potential and abundance, which is where all the magic I have channeled in my life has come from. So it is time to come home. Check out the description box for more and for all the details. If you have any questions about it, definitely send me a DM. And with that, let's get back to the episode. So for those of you who just joined, I'm going to summarize what I talked about earlier in terms of like fighting off sugar and navigating the holidays. Don't restrict and undereat, making sure you're nourishing yourself with healthy fats, protein, fiber, and all of that deliciousness. So you're not going into situations hungry. Get into your feminine. And when emotions come up that you feel like, oh, I know I'm stressed out. This is making me emotionally eat. Allow those emotions to come up and process them versus pushing them down because that's only going to make then the, the voice that makes you want to eat the sugar come up that much louder. Foods to help with stress relief. Oh, good question. Anything that's really grounding is gonna be good for stress relief. So think about things that are grounding or things that come from the earth. Sweet potato is my fave. Sweet potato is so good. It's comforting, it's nourishing, it's got beta carotene, and it's gonna help with that cortisol response. So it's gonna help manage stress. Um, and it's a really good like complex carbohydrate as well. So sweet potato is like definitely number one, one of my faves. Anything that comes from the ground, you could also use carrots, parsnips, turnips, squashes, pumpkins, like spaghetti squash or um, all of that. All really good foods for stress relief and then making sure you're getting enough healthy fats. Your nervous system needs healthy fats. It thrives off of that, right? Your brain is like 70% fat, so you need fats for your nervous system. If your nervous system is not getting enough fats, you can get things like anxiety, panic attacks, um, and all of that, and also cortisol responses. So fats and grounding foods are gonna be my, my top ones. Tips after a binge. Great question. No shame. Like cut the shame, cut the guilt. There is also nothing to feel bad about. The tip would be for me is like looking back and reflecting with curiosity. All right, like, so what was I actually feeling? And like, how do I need to set my, myself in the future? It's like, oh, okay, like, I know I was really exhausted. And when I'm exhausted and there's nothing to eat, I go to sugar. All right, I know that when I'm stressed out, then I need to pre plan and have things there. Okay, was I feeling really sad? All right, let me think about why I was feeling sad. And, you know, was it something that someone said or is it, the holidays and I'm not able to be around my family that make me feeling sad. All right, this is going to me that like I need to reach out more to my family or plan like Zoom dates if you can't be with them, depending on whatever the situation is. Or I need to reach out to loved ones or friends or I need to invite people over, whatever that is, to navigate what emotion you think it was that triggered that episode and then just get back on the horse, like get back on the right bike. All right, the next meal, I'm gonna have protein, healthy fats, it's gonna be all good and giving yourself great self-compassion is the number one thing. Think about talking to yourself how you would talk to a child or you would talk to like a daughter if you're a woman, like actually, you know, also if you're a man, but I know it's mainly women watching this. How would you talk to your daughter if she was feeling bad about something? Talk to yourself the same way. Cause that you need yourself that loving kindness. Having shame or guilt for like something you ate is just gonna cause more problems. Being aware of like, okay, understanding it probably happened because of X, Y, Z. I can now be aware of it. We can now plan for the future, put X, Y, Z steps in place and like, okay, what grace do I need to myself today? Or I need to slow down. All right, you know what? Maybe some fresh air and a big long walk is going to help me, my body, my digestion. Like after that binge episode, my digestion needs a break. You know, I'm going to have some bone broth. It's going to be good. Some ginger, go on a nice long walk. That's going to feel really good because oftentimes, remember, it's always filling a hole. So asking yourself, what would feel good to fill that hole that is not food?
I would like to be included and not miss out. So yeah, that's what I mean about bringing a dish. That way, if you bring a dish, you are included because other people eat the dish. Like the amount of times I brought dishes, healthy desserts, I, I feel you because there's one thing that I, I hate if you go to like a family function or something like that and the gluten-free dessert or like there's only fruit or I can only have like melon from the melon tray. Like there's nothing that breaks my heart more, right? Especially like, yeah, if everyone else is eating like Christmas cookies and cake and this and that and you're left eating like cantaloupe, no. So I always bring a dessert and then other people get to enjoy it too. They're like, wow, Liv, like, can't believe this is gluten free. I'm like, yeah, and then I have something, they have something, like, and it's all it's all good all around, right? So I take, part of me is taking responsibility for myself and like um, bringing something, but also sharing it with other people and then you don't feel excluded because it's not like you're eating something different and then they get to enjoy it with you and open up, etc. <sighs> Hopefully that makes sense. Best antioxidants to eat, drink, uh, after drinking alcohol. So any antioxidants are going to be good. Blueberries are really good for after. Ginger is going to be really good. Or if we're just talking about post-alcohol. Charcoal, if you can get your hands on some charcoal. Charcoal will help to bind um, the alcohol. So like an activated charcoal lemonade or something like that can be really good. Um, hydrating. Anything that's really hydrating is going to help with alcohol. So cucumbers celery, water-based things are gonna help the hydration. If you can get in electrolytes, that's gonna be really good when it comes to drinking um, and alcohol. Oh, hi, hi Kayla, hi guys, hi friends. I love seeing so many um, of my same people. Can you talk about how to refresh after a late night? What are your priorities? Yes, I can. I mean, I will be honest, I prioritize my sleep. So like for me, a late night is like midnight, not gonna lie. But like, I understand, like if you want to stay up late, these tips are going to help you. Um, don't try to get up early if you can the ne next night. So try to give yourself a full eight hours. Um, hydration, 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 making sure you're having like, late night, have extra electrolytes, whether that's pink salt or whether that's element, that's going to be really good after a late night. Um, and also just the awareness of like, hey, when I like sleeping less makes your sugar hormones go crazy. So it's gonna make me crave more sugar. And it's having the awareness of like, okay, I might have more like sugar cravings today because of lack of sleep, because that's gonna upregulate the ghrelin. And my body, because it's tired, is gonna want sugar for quick fuel, because your body just sees sugar at quick fuel. So maybe I'm gonna make like some sweet potato pancakes in the morning, right? So the sweet potato is grounding, it's helping with stress. It gives your body a little bit of that complex carb, that sugar, also, I have a sweet potato pancake recipe, that's why I'm mentioning it. And you can use that to like then have a good satiating meal and like just the awareness of like, okay, I need to hydrate, I need to give my body some easy to digest things, I need to have extra electrolytes, and giving yourself grace is gonna help you refresh. And then do not go to extra caffeine, because extra caffeine is just gonna make you more dehydrated and make you feel more shitty, which I know, and I used to do back in the day, like university drinking days, you stay up late, you drink, and then you go like two Starbucks venties, it's just gonna make you feel worse, right? So taking care of your gut, giving a little bit of TLC to your gut, maybe some bone broth, electrolytes, peppermint tea or ginger, um, and then like nourishing meals, like maybe with some sweet potato and some grounding foods. What can you do if you don't really absorb the nutrients you're putting into your body? You have to heal your gut. So I would work with someone to heal and seal the guiding, the guiding, the lining of your gut. Oh, I look, guys, the Twix I posted, <gasps> I, they're on my feed right now. They are next level. I, also, the Snickers, 
and the Reese's. I'm uploading a YouTube video today, but like the Twix are like my new fave. I was a big Twix girl when I was younger, so you have to make that recipe. And it really goes to show you how you can bring mindfulness. Oh, that's another thing I'll talk about. Remind me that I want to talk about. Can you make, okay, let's say you were going to have Reese's or something like that or the Twix. How can you make it a mindful pleasure experience? Because there's a difference between having one and having a whole bag, right? A whole bag is obviously not mindful, right? So where can you bring your senses into your eating to make it more of a pleasurable experience? So that's like the smell, the texture, the taste versus like eating it in front of the TV where you're not actually aware of what you're eating. You're maybe eat a whole bag or you eat like a whole thing of, I don't know, Reese's or whatever it is, right? Separating it, not opening yourself open to the whole bag and enjoying the experience and like tasting it having the chocolate melt in your mouth slowly, like bringing in that mindful in your senses to the pleasurable experience can then make it a more mindful thing. But also you guys know if you're eating right, you're not gonna feel out of control around sugar. Like let's say there was a bunch of like cupcakes and gluten, I don't know, like Twixes, like all that um, filled with sugar. Like I wouldn't feel out of control. I wouldn't feel the need to eat all of it because when you eat for balanced blood sugar, that goes away and you can like have a bite mindfully or like all of that. Also, when you make healthy treats, like that's why I make so many of my recipes and I make like pecan pie bars and shortbreads and gingerbread and all that so that if you were to eat these things, they still taste good, but you, then you're not like messing up your hormones with all of the fake processed sugar that it's going to make you crave more. I want you to understand it is not a willpower problem. It is not a self-discipline. Okay. There's nothing to do with you guys. They literally make the food like that to make you want to inhale 50 pounds of it, okay? You need to understand it has nothing to do with you, discipline, and willpower, and control. They make the food like that so that you eat more, so that you keep coming back, so that one Twix is not enough. That's why if you eat one of my Twix versus like the Twix you buy at the store, mine feels good and nourishing and satiated and delicious, and you can have one or two and be fine versus the one at the store you wanna eat 30. Do not get shame and guilt for yourself they are programming it and like making the food like that to make you want to eat more, right? So that's also why the healthy recipes are there. So you get like the feel of the Twix, but then you're not just like setting yourself up with the chemicals that they add to food to make you get addicted to it. Um, is it okay to have a bit of healthy dessert every day? Hell yeah, Kayla. Make it with good ingredients, savor it, bring pleasure to it, 1000%. Especially right now at my Twix, the holidays I make my pecan pie bars, yeah, right? but you wanna make sure that you're not having it with the things that are then gonna mess up your hormones and make your hormones run the show, right? That's the problem is that like the Oreos and like that, they can start running the show if you're overdoing it, right? If you're having too much and then they destroy your gut lining, right? And so the gluten is gonna to destroy your gut. When our gut is not working properly, it's gonna make those bad gut bacteria make you crave more and more sugar, right? So it's not about the fact that like, oh, don't have the bad foods. It's about understanding that those foods then have physical ramifications in your body that are gonna throw off your hormones to make you want sugar. It's gonna throw off your gut to make you want more sugar. And it's gonna, that is the way it messes with you, right? So just, just understanding that is super, super powerful. And then you get to consciously make a decision. So it's like, all right, I'm gonna to go to the holiday party and they're gonna have some snacks, so let me have a good, meal beforehand maybe i have like one of the the ginger snap cookies because i love ginger snap whatever but i don't need to have the whole plate right how do you embody your feminine in a, your day-to-day -day? great question so something i always like to say to everyone is that there's not one blanket definition of feminine for everyone feminine is going to look different so for like example for me sometimes i like a red lip 
So if you guys want some red lip, I'm feeling extra fiery feminine. And that day, that's how the embodiment comes through. So even personally, with person to person, how your feminine shows up day to day might look different. So I always encourage people to explore what that looks like for them. So some days I'm a bit more like lacy, I got a bolder lip on. Other days my feminine is just more softer and like comfy, soft, cozy knits and a high ponytail. And that's the expression of my feminine. So asking yourself, how does my feminine want to show up today and what would feel good and honoring that. I don't want to be like, oh, the feminine has to be bold lips and a pantsuit and this, because that's not true. Every feminine is going to look different, but also your feminine can shift depending even where you are in your cycle. You might feel more like fiery during your luteal phase. And then when like you're during your cycle, you're probably more chill and the cozy knits and like honoring that your feminine can be expressed in different ways. And that can still be beautiful, right? Uh, okay. So it's the bad sugar that spikes your insulin causes inflammation. How do the better sugars not cause as much harm? Great question. So I'm guessing you mean like the dates and the maple syrup and all of that. I, all my recipes, I combo them with lots of healthy fats. So if you guys notice, I use lots of like almond flowers, nut butters, coconut oil, which blunts the bud sugar spikes. You're not, even when I use maple syrup, I never like have a shot of maple syrup. Do you know what I mean? It's coupled with nuts and healthy fats and all of that that blunt the blood sugar spike also know that your body is able to make sense of like dates and maple syrup of natural sugars a lot more they can recognize it versus something that is processed and fake oh a note about artificial sweeteners this reminded me please do not go to artificial sweeteners like the sugar-free vanilla latte and the sugar-free this and the sugar-free i don't the sugar-free whatever's the sugar-free destroys your gut and makes you crave more sugar. It's not going to help you. Do not go to the artificial sweeteners. They actually cause more harm than good. But right back to that. Um, processed white sugar and all those things are inflammatory. Like, for example, then a, the, the sugar in dates or the sugar in raspberries or the sugar in maple syrup is not inflammatory as much as the white sugar is. But we're also not, I'm not going to drink a glass of maple syrup if that makes sense all my recipes that I use, like I use sugar sparingly. It's a lot less sweet than most other recipes, right? And then coupling it with the healthy fats. And because it is a natural one, because your body can recognize it and it's not a chemical, it knows what to do. Think about the same way. Um, the way I like to explain this is like the fats from avocado versus the fats at McDonald's, right? Yes, they're both fats, but they're very different kind of fats. The fats in avocado are natural. The fats in McDonald's are not. So think about it. If that analogy also helps to think about the difference between fake sugar, like processed sugars um, and man-made sugars and like more natural sugars, right? Brilliant question, guys. I feel the energy vampires during the holidays even more. How to protect your energy pre and post gathering. Ooh, listen to my latest podcast. I think it's the latest one. Yeah, I did How to Protect Your Energy um, last week. So definitely do that. Um, and I'm also diving into like all of my rituals and practices and how to protect your energy into soul ascension too. If you want to get more into the woo-woo stuff, but number one, listen to my podcast from last week because I know it can definitely be draining. Are there foods or seeds besides sugar that can mess up hormonal activity? Um, anything that's inflammatory. So gluten, refined oils, like sunflower seed oil, like, uh, canola oil, all of that can also do that. All right, guys, any last questions before I go? All right, beautiful. Well, I hope this was informative. I hope this gave you some insight. If you feel like 
Wednesday she comes up, definitely come back to this live, you know, around Thanksgiving, around Christmas if you feel like you need it. I think I'm going to also try to throw it up on the podcast as well. So I'll, if you want to have it in more digestible form while you're walking around, I'll put that up there for you. But A, knowing that it's not your fault, make sure you need to balance your blood sugar. Don't go hangry. Don't restrict. Get into your feminine. And then instead of pushing down your emotions with food, they're coming up because they want to be processed, right? So allowing them to come up and kind of like whether you just dive in and journal about them deeper or you work with someone like me to dive into them deeper to eliminate it. I don't want you to feel like it's your fault because the food can program you, your hormones to be messed up. If you're not doing the physical and emotional healing, you're just, it's none of it's your fault. None of it's your fault, but we can solve it. Do not have shame, do not have guilt. I am here if you need anything. Um, definitely reach out with any questions. And with that being said, I will see you guys later.